Hi. Ben Matlock. You can go in your dress or in your underwear, but you get out of here now! Soybean oil, cottonseed oil, palm oil, beef fat, lard, coconut. How long were you you knowing in the parked car? Oh, come on! Mr. Matlock. Oh, Your Honor, come on! Mr. Matlock. Oh, Your Honor! Who was that on the phone? Unlocking Matlock. 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 Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Welcome to Unlocking Matlock, the only in-depth deep dive analysis of the hit 80s TV show Matlock starring Andy Griffith. I'm your co-host Joe Vargo and joining me is the other co-host. Tony Grunwald reporting for duty, sir. Here, sir, to, yes, sir. Sir, yes, sir. Here to do the podcast, sir. Ready to do the podcast about Matlock, sir. Unlocking Matlock, At sir. ease, soldier. Thank you, sir. Addy, adding, easing, easing, adding. Ease, ease, ease. Easy I can't, going, I can't, I can't ease anymore. My back, since mm. I had, since I had yeah, that back, you're, pro- you're always at attention. I just, I'm constantly at attention. Being, I, I wish I could be at ease anymore. Uh, that's why I, that's why I could never be in the military because I can't physically be at ease. Yeah, constantly- Tony's back is uh, totally stiff and <laughs> he cannot bend anymore. Nope. nope. Um, we went out to eat recently, and you had to just kind of. Uh, lay down in a chair mm. at kind of a 45 degree angle yeah it's um, usually a, a layer lean kind of situation when i go mm-hmm. out i mean either it's it bars that's why i usually like to eat at the bar i know nobody likes to eat at the bar but <laughs> wants to get a table yeah you love a tapas bar <laughs> love you it. love to stand there and i like yeah. to just stand i'm a i'm a, I'm a big standing guy it's mm. it's the back the back you you know guys uh wear good shoes you know don't make the mistake i did and uh those were such interesting shoes that you had though for all those years i mean well i made them myself yeah. cardboard shoes kids are not the way to go uh get yourself a good mm-hmm. pair of shoes get yourself a pair of nikes or reeboks mm-hmm. or um do they still make the air the pumping up ones oh yeah they still they, they still make the the pumpums the pumpums i i bet the kids are trying to vape out of them now though yeah probably like hey could get some vape juice in this smoke he got those nike pumps that smoke some strawberry hey, let's push clouds <laughs> smoking sneakers these kids on the street corner smoking sneakers uh, it's, it's crazy really sad what they're in it's sad you know guys just grow up and smoke a cigarette anything for cred right anything, anything for, for cred, cred on tiktok or... gotta get the likes gotta get those likes yeah and the, and the faves it's gross. It's disgusting. that's what it's all about. Well, speaking of likes, you're gonna like this episode. Oh my gosh! Um, because this is it's all about the military. It's all everybody. <laughs> everybody is has military fever right now. Everybody <laughs> is super jazzed, uh, guys. This is could not happen at a better time. Uh, this is ba- I mean Matlock. This is Matlock versus the military. Um, uh, it's a very. I mean, think about it we've seen Matlock go up against some very powerful institutions in the previous episodes, a lot of rich and famous people, mm-hmm. rock stars, um, you know, even police yeah, departments, chefs, chefs <laughs> authors of <laughs> books versus, yeah. you know, like head to head. Now he's going up against the military industrial complex, right. you know, uh, uh, you know, a friend of his gets in trouble. And so he's got to help. Um, he's got to help his kid. And so this is, this is, 
they do things a little bit different in the military. Uh, you know? The military is a little bit different uh, than guys, maybe military, what we're the, used to. The military life of the military is a little bit different than yeah. your day to day thing. Is as as I was kind of saying earlier before, you get told when to stand up, when you're mm-hmm. allowed to sit down, when you're allowed to That's eat, right. how, how long you're able to eat for. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very regimented and it's very, very structured, very structured. And I know, I don't think I would do very well with it. I don't think besides the not being able to at ease, I just think I just don't, I just don't like people telling me what to do. You know what I mean? Right. Tony is a bit of a rebel. He cannot, he cannot be told what to do. Don't tell me what um, to do. Which is why Tony yes, is I can. anti-mask, you can't tell me. which you is why Tony is an anti-masker, of course. I hate that fucking Jim Carrey movie so much. Yeah. It's not even funny. Yeah. Because in the nineties in the early nineties, everyone's like, you gotta see mask. I'm not, you gotta see it. And I was, Tony like, was like, no, I no. will not like, <laughs> no, Tony, anti. you'll really love it. Like he's really funny. It's like totally up your alley. It's your kind of humor. And you're like, no, I won't see it. I'm anti-masking. I'm anti-masking. I will be anti-masking forever. And I have. I've never seen it. Yeah. I've never seen it. Even Not though- having masks too, son of mask. Oh, I saw that one. I saw it with Jamie <laughs> Kennedy. Yeah, I saw that one. I saw oh, yeah, that you one. never skip a Jamie Kennedy. I never one. skip a Jamie Kennedy yeah. movie. I love the Jamie Kennedy experience, mm-hmm. the whole package. So, uh, but no, I've not even. I'm I'm totally anti-masking. I'm never seeing that movie <laughs> ever. The J- Jim Carrey. It looks mm-hmm. stupid. What does he got? Like superpowers or something from a mask? Yeah. So yeah, it, it, you become your uh, true self uh, when you put on the mask. Oh yeah, that's the last thing I need <laughs> to be to be honest and all true. will be revealed. <laughs> All will be revealed. Uh, no, I'm definitely anti-masking. I'm not seeing that. Um, but yeah, they do things a lot different in the military. So Matlock is gonna—he's got a lot of hurt. He's gonna have to have a lot of hurdles to jump through, to jump over, in order to mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know save the day here. Um, so uh, to catch everybody up, uh, and so I know everybody's intrigued, and you're now rushing to your uh, home computers. Maybe you're, you're opening right. the door to your computer room. Um, <laughs> you're, you're, though I, I would suggest to knock though at any computer always, room, because there might, there's always a chance there's a 13 year old in there masturbating. Always, so, knock, always, always knock, knock at the computer room at the computer room door before entering. It's just being polite. It's just being yes. courteous. And even it's if honestly, you don't have a 13 year old son or a 13, you never know. Home, you never you know. just never know. I tell you what, just safe. Anytime you are entering a room where there may be a computer, you should knock because nobody there. When you're that age, you don't care. Are we decent? Are you decent? Yep. Um, I, can I just check my, can I just check my email? Okay. All right. Safe. Uh, yeah. Always knock before entering your computer room door. And so I know that's what you're doing now. You're knocking and you're going to go in and you're going to check out the Wikipedia for this episode. Um, this is Joe and I work very hard on this uh, in true boot camp style. Yeah, we write uh, the Wikipedia entries. Oh yes, we do. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we write. We wrote this episode uh, while doing push-ups in uh, trying to <laughs> uh, trying to replicate the experience of the characters in tonight's episode. Mm. This episode is called the Court Martial. Uh, it originally aired February seventeenth, nineteen eighty-seven. A sinister army officer, Lieutenant Ray Walters, pushes his cadets too hard, which leads to a confrontation with Private Chris Hughes after Walters' rough treatment caused Private Bobby Thomas, 
who was Chris's best friend, to die of a ruptured appendix during maneuvers. Walters is later found dead in the officer's club, and Chris is accused of the murder. Chris's father and Matlock's friend, Arthur, hires him to defend Chris. Charlene also helps, but Matlock also begs Tyler to rejoin the army because Chris's father and General Connors both had to go all the way to the Pentagon to get Tyler into Chris's platoon. In the midst of the hearing, Ben finds a witness who can support Chris's alibi, but during that time, Chris disappears. Wow. Uh, great, great Wikipedia entry. I, I'm still sore from I writing am, that. Yeah, I am too. I Well, you were showing off. You were trying to do those one-armed push-ups. I was, uh, yeah. You were like trying to be a big shot and show me up, which I... Uh, I only did during that entire writing session. I only was able to finish about six push-ups. Right, and we were doing wall push-ups. Just to be yes. clear, yes, we yes. were standing vertically because uh, Tony. I, I can't. Yeah, bend. I can't, bend <laughs> can't get on the ground. No, no, it's impossible. It's impossible. So, um, so guys, let's get right into tonight's uh, today's episode today or tonight. Whenever you're listening to it, this it doesn't matter. The ten hut. Um, oh. Of course. What is let's so get to the episode? Episode. So uh we open on Lieutenant Walters. He's a drill. So he's a lieutenant, but we're just gonna we're gonna call him a drill sergeant because drill yeah. drill lieutenant doesn't make any sense. Right. Um so he uh Lieutenant Walters busts into his platoons barracks right and a 10 hut gets yelled everybody jumps mm-hmm. to attention they're all mm-hmm. standing in a line yep um he's gonna do a bit of a surprise inspection on his troops on his platoon um i sort of get the feeling he does this every day because they seem real sick of this guy they they got their kind of roll in their eyes when he's not yeah. looking they're making faces like oh, here we go again yep. i think this guy's a bit of a kind of a uh, t- like a like a very mean taskmaster he's very bit of a stickler bit of a stickler for the rules like, yeah he's kind of by a, the book real by the book and and if i'm and if i'm to to be a little frank i think he's a bit of a dick about it too from the way like he's mm. kind of everybody seems to be kind of a jerk you know so uh he's up in everybody's face mm-hmm. he's measuring people's uh uh stubble on there because yeah. you're supposed to shave every day right. he's out there inspecting the stubble right faces and you know tony if this were me i'd be in heaven uh because i cannot grow facial hair um which you recall i do uh, i do i do it's you are baby faced um all the time that's right they just got this peach fuzz um (laughs) which you should not shave no uh yeah my pediatrician has said do not shave it it won't grow back so I've been hanging on to my peach fuzz, which it, I assume would be okay in the military having this nice. You would think so. Now, maybe Lieutenant Walters wouldn't think so, but I think it would it would pass the muster, as they say. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not technically stubble. I mean, it's, it's right. peach fuzz. It's, it's just it's, my baby. It's, it's just, just my, it's so adorable. Yeah, it's right. and like you go out and people, women and, and grandmothers, they're always just rubbing their rubbing their grubby little hands all over your face just to get right. a feel of that mm-hmm. that soft uh that soft peach fuzz that mm-hmm. you have 
That's um, right. It's nice. But I mean, you don't think, I mean, you're not missing much. I mean, you're actually kind of lucky because you don't have to shave. Um, I pretend to though, every morning. <laughs> your routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I mean, you take the cartridge out of the razor and you just, yep. I put on, yeah. And I put on a tie and then mm-hmm. I, I whistle, bring a briefcase downstairs and uh, read the newspaper. And then I just stay home. It's a good to have a routine. Yeah. though. You got to have right. a routine and, and to look good for the routine. So you mm-hmm. want to make sure you shave that way you, 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 uh, you, you pass inspection, you know, you would pass Lieutenant Walter's inspection. You know what right. you're not missing though. And if you ever, there's a little tip for everybody out there. If you ever get stuck between and an, a guy who wants to suddenly have a conversation, you ever get stuck with these like single blade shaven guys, mm. get oh, out of man. there, get out of there. Those guys are the worst to talk. You know, to. what's actually better is, you know, um, you know, it's actually, um, actually a closer shave if you use a single blade you know you're gonna want to use a single blade because the 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 multiple blades they actually they're they're pulling the hair they're not they're pulling the hair they're They're pulling the hair and really a a razor blade should stay sharp for uh you know anywhere from two months it's really and i that's why i have this sharp you don't need to reuse all these blades it's a waste all these blades you're buying these blades five six blades it's i actually use my grandfather's straight razor I uh, when you yeah using that almost slitting my throat every morning, wheeling it around uh, my house, <laughs> pointing it at my kids when I'm using it to gesture and talk. Uh, single blades are the way to go, guys. Yeah, uh, it would last you a while. You're gonna want to shave with cold water as well. It keeps the blade sharper. <laughs> um, the, the the hot water guys, it, it feels better. But I'm telling you, you're just you're just wasting razors. You're just you can just razors. make your own shaving cream. You can all natural, all natural. Uh, Single blade shaving guys are some of the worst people to talk to. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't need to have any. I personally don't want to have. I know Joe doesn't get. I don't need to have an experience when I'm shaving. I just want to get it done over with, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's why you got the Mach 5 vibrating razor. That's right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> just cuts me to cuts me to shreds. But the I tell you what the man can get. It's such a bold statement to say that uh-huh. this is the best that a man can get. Mm-hmm. And so I that that's just what I look for in everything. Is it Gillette worthy? Is this right. Gillette worthy? Is this the best the man can is get? Is this the best a man can get? Who knows? Who knows? That would be a good thing to put on a not to get too imagine if you're it. yeah. No, you put it on a tombstone. <laughs> it's, right. It, it was he was the best that a man could get. You're right. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a great if your last name was Gillette? And you, <laughs> it would at a wedding. What a great wedding hashtag! The best a man can get the Gillette wedding. Oh, that's so good. We should find somebody who's got that last name. Yeah. And... Why? Well, you know, I have that side business on Etsy where I come up with uh, wedding wedding hashtags. <laughs> you send me your you send me your names, and uh, I come up with. Uh, wedding hashtags i come up with them pretty quick too if you want to give me some names <laughs> how about um uh you, you want last so last names right yeah it doesn't matter last or first okay um banner and then what's the other last name uh banner um capaldi <laughs> <laughs> okay i didn't know you could make up names um <laughs> uh, fifth curveball there uh <laughs> how about this how about this no no um, no, no 
Tony, no. I have to All do right. it. No, you're good at you can show him. Show him, Joe. Show him, Joe. Uh banner year. <laughs> Capaldi. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. And everybody's gonna be clicking on it and, and uh-huh. being able to share and using oh, yeah. it they and take sharing those photos, sharing yeah. the wonderful memories. I know mm-hmm. sometimes on the weekends during wedding season, I like to kick back with a glass of wine. You will message me some some good ones and maybe some ones just will just make them up. Chances mm-hmm. are they're being used. Just mm-hmm. make just find a last name. You can start with Smith's and then do like hashtag Smith's forever or something, you know, and like that'll get the ball rolling and send you down a rabbit hole. And you can just look at other people's wedding pictures <laughs> and pretend like you were there. Yeah, right. Just look at you comment you and get all, all shitty and catty about well, the food and the decorations. And I take my own photos of myself <laughs> in, <laughs> in a suit. <laughs> and then I, yep. Hashtag it with that. So I'm included on the wedding party. And then and then I in my own comments, I start saying like, oh, did anyone else get sick? (laughs) And then I also start commenting on all the other photos. Say, hey, it's Joe here. Joe. Anybody else get really ill after the wedding? Hey, guys, it was almost like the water was poisoned. Hey, guys, Joe here. It's so great to see everybody. Amanda, you looked wonderful. Uh, Is anybody else going to the bathroom a lot i think something was wrong with the wine anyway it was great to see everybody yeah um good stuff like it's 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 a great way to spend a weekend if you guys uh are looking for something to do other than to listen to our podcast that's right Um, and if you're looking for a uh wedding hashtag hit me up on wedding hashtag guy yep uh Uh, store and etsy hit up the Um, store and i also yeah i also will hand carve them uh into big wood block letters that you can uh put behind your couch you can put behind or your couch. above your fireplace absolutely and have that memory forever of that never hashtag. forget about your wedding never forget your wedding hashtag <laughs> <laughs> but uh so yeah this guy's up in everybody's face measuring the stubble commenting on just how their look their appearance that they're sloppy all that you know, have they been doing their duties? He checks out the bathroom to see if they've been cleaning it. And this jerk, he lights a cigarette while he's in the bathroom, takes a single puff, puts it out on the floor, and then calls in the, the guy. And he's like, hey, look what they did. They didn't clean it up. Yeah. That guy, he planted a he cigarette. He planted in the cigarette there. Such a bozo move, a real jerk move. And so uh, for punishment for the crime that he planted on them, he makes them all do a night drill. Now, for all you non-army heads out there, that's basically mm-hmm. doing a lot of like a big run or like doing yeah, a, uh, obstacle course at obstacle nighttime. Course at nighttime, which seems yeah. really dangerous to me. It does because it's dark for one. Mm-hmm. Um, I they did not have any night vision goggles night vision on, which I thought that'd be all the fun about doing right, night drill. Exactly. That's why you get into the army is to get mm-hmm. to play with the night vision stuff. Right. I mean, that's why I would want to enlist was to yes, slowly for the night vision. Um. Excuse me, General. I have a question. Uh, when do we get night vision? Uh, General Schwartzkopf, question. Is there any way <laughs> I could get uh, my hands on some of that sweet, sweet night vision? I would love to check out and see. When I what- go tinkle at night <laughs> in the barracks, I can't see where I'm going. Uh, and I'm tripping over all of my platoon. Can I this- have a night vision, please? Well, this is why I was so mad that, you know, 
on all the things that the army buys that they had no interest in my night vision night light that I had specifically for mm-hmm. barracks and for the right. dark spaces around. <laughs> like I thought I, to, uh-huh. to me, it seemed like a, a given, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. even, I skipped shark tank and just went straight to them. Now I regret that. But yeah, right. it was basically like, it was essentially a regular night light, but it had a green light bulb to make everything mm-hmm. seem like it was in night vision. And it was great. It was cheap to manufacture. I thought it looked cool. They didn't want anything to do with me though. Yeah. So. I remember Tony, I, I drove you to that meeting uh, that you had with those five-star generals and uh, you really tried to sell them, I think, but you, you, I never, I've never seen anyone go into a building. So upbeat and, and you like, you shrunk like five inches. Coming well, out I think building. I oversold, I tried to like sell house to these generals who have seen wars and who are in charge of like millions of people. I was like really trying to sell mm. like, Oh, everybody's scared of the dark look at you aren't you scared of the dark right. little baby as the baby scared of the dark i have a mm-hmm. nightlight does baby want a nightlight and i don't think they like that so um but anyway check out uh joe's etsy store i'll be selling night vision nightlights on his store that's right um please check that out and help me get some of these uh demos a lot of good off products of yeah lots of good, good products stuff. um so yeah they got to do a night drill um there's two privates or, or, or cadets in particular that are really uh, struggling with this Lieutenant Walters. They seem to be catching a lot of flack and mm-hmm. they're just kind of over his, his whole deal. Um, you got, your, you got your, your, you got Hughes and Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, Hughes is just like, what's this guy's problem? He's always up our butts, whatever. And like, like, God, and like Thomas is like, yeah, man, I totally feel you. Oh, Thomas has like stomach cramps. He keeps yeah, grabbing he his tummy stomach. ache. Yeah. yeah, real bad tummy ache. And, yeah. and he's like, he's had it for a couple of days now, which I know what that's like. Believe oh, me. Oh, yeah. I've been to some bad weddings. <laughs> bad weddings, <laughs> bad food, bad water, uh, you know, bad plumbing. And mm-hmm. you guys, you're going <laughs> to stuck. You're stuck with that stomach ache. Yep. I mean days weeks a stomach ache it's not um, me it's the plumbing it's this the plumbing. plumbing is bad here yep at this <laughs> I refuse, ballroom i am i refuse <laughs> to use these shoddy facilities uh so uh guy's got a stomach ache but then he's still forced to do these night drills yeah and so they're running through the forest they have to beat some sort of stupid army record of like you gotta right that's how they motivate people in the army they're like mm-hmm. beat this other platoon's record Right. As if I, as if anybody cares how quick anybody got through an obstacle course, you know what I mean? That doesn't motivate me. That doesn't impress me. Well, it did. It motivated me when I was on double dare, um, with my father. Um, (laughs) uh, and he was a bit of a drill sergeant himself about it. We were out in the backyard doing double dare drills. You guys made like a mock setup. Oh, he made a whole mock setup. Wow. Except it was, it was not like the mats or anything. It was right. like steel right. and hardwood because he's like, if you get used to this, right, right, you know, then you can handle anything if you can take this kind of pain. So did he make like a right, like you remember the, the one big obstacle on double dare was you had to reach into somebody's uh, like a fake nose, I believe. That's right. Pull out slime boogers. Like he made that thing like, or he did. And he filled it with bees. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So you had to really, you know, get up there, get up there quick, you know. So we're so going into double there. I imagine like for most kids, they would think that that's a thrill. Like that's going to be an amazing time. But I can't mm-hmm. imagine that you were even looking forward to it after going through all those. Drills well, it was all a blur time. for me. I mean, he basically made me a machine. Um, 
and uh, the episode never aired because oh. uh, they could tell I was not having fun. And they said, okay. you know, they I remember overhearing them. They were yelling at my dad um, in an office and they, they said, what have you done to him? This is <laughs> just broken. a game show. <laughs> He's kidding. He's, he hates his life. Look at him. That's so sad. So you didn't even yeah. get a chance to win that Walkman cassette player. No, any I of those not. great prizes they used to have. No, um, and that was a really long drive back from I Universal Studios. <laughs> can imagine. Uh, that's so sad. Did you still like? Did he keep the double dare set up in the backyard, or you know, like a reminder? Or... Nature has taken it back. Um, every time I go to visit, uh, it is covered with ivy, and um, so it's a it's a reminder, Tony. It's a passage right. of time. I see. I see. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is, uh, you got to do night drills. It's dark. It's dangerous. Uh, and so he tried doing all that marching, climbing things, running through the forest at night when you've got like terrible stomach cramps, like there's no way. So guys like, I can't do it. I can't go on. And so his buddy, his best friend Hughes is like, man, just go back, just go back. I'll tell, you know, tell a guy, tell a guy, kick rocks. You got a stomach ache. Yep. And so, that's what he does. So he quits the the little boot camp race and he goes back and Lieutenant Walters is like, what the hell are you doing here? You're supposed to be running, blah, blah, blah. And like up in his face and right. being a huge jerk. And so the guy's like, even if I wanted to catch up to him, I can't now because they're too far ahead. I got the stomach ache. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, well, he tells him to take a shortcut through the woods. Right. So this guy knows about shortcuts and he's not even telling the rest of the platoon. Like that seems mean. Like you want to break a record, you use every advantage. Twice as mean now. Yeah. yeah. You would use every advantage you could think of. If he knows that there's a shortcut, just have right. him do the shortcut and be like, oh, they got there, you know, like stupid. So he sends Thomas off on this shortcut, which is probably even more dangerous than the regular path. Um, but uh, cut to everybody finishes the little exercise or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Thomas has never caught up to them. Like he's never showed up. And so they all go looking for him. And then his friend Hughes finds him like, like passed out in a ditch holding his tummy and uh he he was trying to chase after him and his stomach just just got got the worst of him and then turns out that he dies that guy dies of his stomach ache and Uh, appendicitis appendicitis which is is a very preventable death i would say yes absolutely if someone tells you hey man i think i got appendicitis going on here a responsible person be like hey you should go get that taken care of yeah, uh, I, I, here's a note from a, a good doctor I know. Right, right. Uh, let me write you a note from Army so you can go take care <laughs> yeah. of that that old pendicity you got going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, get that cleared right up. Come on back and we'll finish the big race. That's what a normal nice person would say. But this Lieutenant Walters, he was pushing him. He looks like he pushes everybody. He didn't listen to yeah. this guy. He didn't believe him when he said right. he had a stomach ache. And now this guy's dead. So needless to say. That's on him. That's on him. That's totally on him. So, but this is the thing, Joe. He doesn't even give a shit because what does he do? He goes right. to hang out with his bros, his officer bros. They go to the officers club. Now, Joe, I don't know if you've ever been to an officers club, but it is so nice. It is a place where people in power can get away from the little people and just go and have drink and relax and play some cards. And if you're not at a certain rank or status mm-hmm. level, you can't get in. And frankly, I wish that this was a uh, something that they would uh, 
implement into the rest of the world. Agreed. I wish there was more ranking in our society. Absolutely. Um, so it was clear Absolutely. who was who. And Absolutely. I mean, I, I like to think of myself as pretty high ranking, um, but <laughs> totally. it's hard for me number to prove one it Matlock sometimes. fan. You're the number yeah. one Matlock fan. I mean, you don't get any higher than that. No, so, you don't. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're they're back there playing a, a crazy game of poker. Crazy game uh, of poker. <laughs> they got the song cranked. They got, uh, yeah. They, they, you know, they. <laughs> Somebody lost it all. You know, and uh, one guy's looking at. I say, Johnny, what you doing tonight? And uh, flipping cards and playing a crazy game of poker. Uh-huh. Again, acting like one of his dudes just didn't die of something that he could have helped prevent. Like this guy is this guy, Joe, I'm just going to say it. This guy sucks. This guy yeah. totally sucks. Yeah. He's got a, a no moral compass, I would say. No, no. And you don't want that kind of person. You know, I understand the military just wants, you know, a bunch of robots doing what they tell them to do. But right. You got to have some compassion, man. You got to have some you, kind you of gotta. You got to. There's got to be room. That's what sets it apart from mm-hmm. from the Russians. From 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 the Russians and and Cobra yeah. Commanders, you have they they are grown in a lab. Yep, and they are raised uh, to be soldiers. To be soldiers. Yep, like dragon. They're little children, Rocky. exactly. Yep. yep, and they are uh, they're working out in a in the future, yep. the future gym. Uh, you know, measuring everything, uh, and. <laughs> And you know what sets us apart is you know we're just we're just a bunch of humans, right? We're, we're just, just we're, people. We're not we're not machines. We're not machines. This is the thing: machines don't get stomach aches, so machines mm-hmm. don't know how to respond to stomach aches. And so, if we live in a society of nothing but machines, when someone's got a stomach ache, someone's going to not respond to it in the proper way, and right. someone's going to die. And that's exactly. just it. And that's just it. You know. And that's that's to the twenty first century in a nutshell. You know, <laughs> right? Are we gonna are we gonna give it all up to these machines? Are we? Gonna I mean, give that's it what it machines? is. That's <laughs> what it is. It seems to me what we're doing. Uh, everybody, little uh, on my phone. <laughs> all right, we're having an idea for a, a self driving car, uh, where it will drive you to where it thinks you want to go, uh, but it's really where it wants to go. Right. Oh, you have a. I don't have gate? any control. Right. Oh, you have a stomach ache? Well, the car doesn't want to take you to the hospital. It would rather take you to this tapas place. <laughs> because the car has a Groupon. <laughs> the car I mean, kno- yeah. the car knows the bartender and uh, wants right. to come by and say hi. I don't I, think so. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not. Yep. Doing it. You will never see me in a robot car ever, 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 ever. So and you know that I watch Terminator every Christmas. Oh, yes. It's your Christmas it's- movie. <laughs> This is a Christmas movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of people out there are saying, isn't Die Hard a Christmas movie? Isn't uh, Lethal Weapon a Christmas movie? I'm, I seem to be the only one saying Terminator is a Christmas <laughs> movie. are really in a party of one who are who is <laughs> arguing about the, like, nobody is arguing with you because nobody, it's not even, like, nobody even thinks it's a Christmas movie, but, like, you are really pushing right. for it. But it's the allegories. It's the oh, story absolutely. of oh, Jesus. Yes. Of Jesus. It's the story of his birth. Yep. Of yep. the three wise men coming mm-hmm. back yep. from the yep. future, and they're there to try to kill Jesus. That's right. That's, that's what right. really happened. That's... And that's why they brought those gifts. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, Joseph, 
had to kill all three of they were cyborgs yep had to protect jesus and mary from the the three wise men cyborgs Mm -hmm. um and basically save humanity because jesus was um he was meant to grow up to be the leader of the resistance to fight against the machines and so uh yeah they joseph took care of them uh and he had lots of he had lots of cool things to say when he would kill them too he'd be like uh like you remember he shot that one king's head off and he right. was like king me you know like that remember that? yeah that was cool yeah um so yeah it's what i'm tuning in to when i'm uh wrapping up gifts for the uh for the tots what's well, good because it keeps you it keeps you aware of what's going on in the real world today and that all these robots and basically what we're saying is mm-hmm. that um <laughs> we want to be invited into an officer's club. <laughs> so, That's right. So uh, guys are playing cards. The Hughes busts in on the poker game. He's like, listen, man, you got Thomas killed because you didn't listen to him about a stomachache. I hate you. I want to fight you. Let's mm-hmm. go right now, bro. And like, this is in front of like the generals and the colonels and the other yeah. majors and like all the big wigs on the army base. Like, and like as far as like reputable people like you don't get any higher than this and like lieutenant walter's like come on man bring it on like he's ready to fight this kid yeah. so like all his other officers are like actually dude why don't you hang back because that's probably not right. cool to do so um they like get the kid out of there and they're like we're gonna investigate it's no big deal get out of here mm-hmm. so get rid of the kid cut to later that night after the officers club is closed which is probably like i mean officers clubs stay open probably most of the night when you think joe i mean i would think three, so i mean you never know when an officer is gonna you never know need, what an officer to needs a, need a club high life that's right <laughs> well it's uh, coming to get a draft beer so yeah and he's uh, sitting there by himself uh, lieutenant walters mm-hmm. and somebody comes in the room up behind him with a bayonet just the and stabs him in the back boom stabs him right in the back uh ladies and gentlemen our first bayonet murder Mm -hmm. I believe if you want to mark your cards at home, that's our first bayonet murder. Um, Guy freaks out, dying, turns around, falls down, dead. Uh, We do not see who did it. Uh, The killer does appear to be wearing uh, military fatigues of some kind, camouflage Mm -hmm. um, and some gloves. Uh, We don't see who it is. We don't see their face. We don't see anything like they're Mm -hmm. just gone into the night. And we then uh, cut to our hero, Ben Matlock uh, coming out on the deck in the morning, blasting full volume, some classical music. Mm-hmm. And he's having just the best day, the best morning. He's out there listening to his music. He's got his orange juice and his newspaper. He's out there conducting. That's right. He's feeling the, the end he's of feeling the vibes of the classical the, music. The vibes of the classical yeah. music. Now, do you get down with classical music, Joe? Are you a fan? Oh, or? huge fan of classical yeah, music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I get really into it when I listen to it. Um, I like to just I love the big drum part. Yeah. Yeah. I like that big drum. Yeah. He, yeah they hit it when they hit it, Joe. When uh-huh. they hit that drum, oh my God, bro the noise that that big drum makes dude it is so loud um i like to sometimes scan radio stations and then come across that classical station and mm-hmm. then every once in a while if you hit it just right you can get to the like the dj and mm-hmm. you're listening to him talking just like what <laughs> station is this 
who is man in this this tower? That, of course, was the fifteenth version of the concerto uh, side of Bach uh, from the fourth part of the fifth realm of the version of that song, in which performed by the Tiny Men Orchestra in Sydney, Australia. It's always Australia. It's always Australia. Now I get a lot of, uh, when I hear a song that I like that I heard on the radio, I'm always like wanting to write it down so I can look it up mm-hmm. later. Like that's gotta be a bitch on classical music. Cause like you just, they have really long titles. That's and right. If you get it wrong. Just a little bit. You're not well, going to get the right one. It's all one big song. Right. It's all just oh, okay. one song. Okay. It's one big song. A guy wrote, okay, I wrote a song. Oh, cool. Can I hear it? Well, you have an hour and a half. Uh, not really. Sorry. Could you maybe play me a part of it that you like the best? Oh, let me think. I don't know. I can't. Oh, actually, I actually segmented it off into parts. <laughs> it's 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 it was a very like as it's hugely innovative in the classical music world when they were like, mm-hmm. maybe just make it two or three minutes. And they were like, right. what? This, but this is a four hour piece. And they were like, yeah. no, no, no. Could we just hear just a little bit of it? Like, do your best part. Like, let's just hear your right. best part. And so basically that's when and they, I would listen to it over and over again. Right. And so those parts that you hear, like part four, part eight, those are mm-hmm. the, those are singles. Those are like the classical music singles. Exactly. And so that's what got, that's what initially gets a lot of radio play. That's where A&R yeah. guys were essentially yeah. born. Exactly. As they realized, oh, actually. We could package this, guys. We could package yeah. this and get it out to more people. We could reach a wider, reach a wider, wider circle and get mm-hmm. people to hear this. And so that's how classical music took off. So, um, because before it was just a bunch of rich, fuddy, uh, fuddy-duddy sitting in their, in their parlor rooms. That's right. To, listening to this um stuff so and now we all know that you know the people that listen to classical music are not all rich fuddy duddies it's just normal guys right and gals like you and me that love listening to it yeah and it's also in a lot of kids toys yes (laughs) they throw it in a lot of kids toys this is what's weird about classical music is it's kind of it's so like you can put it anywhere. You can shove it into a bunch of kids toys. And you can also use it to underscore a horrendous murder in a serial killer movie. <laughs> That's what's great about classical music. So uh, so, yeah, uh, Matlock's out there conducting the orchestra, the imaginary orchestra, uh, having a grand, great morning. He's off to a great start. He's got his newspaper. He's got his breakfast. Uh, then a car pulls up and gets out one of his old buddies who you know what? I get the feeling that nobody just wants to hang out with Matlock. Everybody who comes yeah. up to him is asking him for a favor. Is asking right. him to get their kid out of jail or their wife or something like that's gotta be annoying to the big man who just wants to have a normal day. And now he's got, well, one of his how old- do you think I feel Tony? I mean, everyone that talks to me just wants to get closer to the God to Matlock. <laughs> you know, they think I have some right. in or I'm yeah. some yep. magic no, I man. I've just devoted my life to this, mm-hmm. you know, extremely incredible character. Right. Right. Uh, and they think they're going to get a piece of what, you know, uh, Matlock's got made. No, in yeah. for a rude awakening. That's just for me. That's right. That's right. So everybody, <laughs> so this guy's in, all of in Matlock's grill like, hey, my kid, he's at the military. He's gotten accused of killing his mm-hmm. uh, lieutenant. I need you to help him. And Matlock's we're friends. Like, yeah, we're friends. We're old friends. Matlock's like, and first of all, Matlock's so cute in the street. He's just like, man, I already heard about that. I know. Yeah, I know. 
I know exactly I know what your happened. son's life is I know over. Exactly. He's screwed. <laughs> he's like, he's screwed. he tells the guy, he's like, military doesn't like civilians messing in their business. It's true. And which is true. Well, your do- pitch meeting is evidence of that. Exactly. They kicked me right out. Sorry, guys. I guess I wasn't in the club. And so they booted me. And that's what Malik's done. This guy's like, your kid doesn't, what am I going to do? You know, like I, he, 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 Malik's got great superpowers, but like there's some institutions that maybe they would be immune to his charms and his wit and all that stuff. And the military might be one of them. So he's like, man, I can't help you. Guy gets out his checkbook. He's like, man, I know you got a hundred thousand dollar retainer. I'll do 150. And Malik's like, man. And I think he sees the desperation in this guy. Like mm-hmm. if he's willing to tack on another 50 grand. So he's like, man, just write it for the hundred. I'll do it. I'll go down and see him. So now we get a nice little montage of Matlock at the barracks at the military compound, mm-hmm. walking around, looking at all the Jeeps. Now I can't do a Jeep, the too open air, too dangerous for me. Yeah. I don't know. Well, if you I, have I, a lot of, you, you travel with a lot of personal belongings too. <laughs> and I've been in your car. First of all, you cannot sit in the front seat in Tony's car. You nope. gotta, you gotta go in the back seat. Gotta go in the back. He's got all this stuff up there. All my stuff. And it my slides here. around. He makes a turn. It's all crashing into <laughs> the wall. Secure. It's not secure. <laughs> you got it's like a secure. fish bowl in there. It's like uh, Norman. Norman likes to drive around yeah. with me, <laughs> and so, and then I got all my cans and my receipts and my empty mm-hmm. bottles, and so uh, <laughs> I like that. I got a lot of stuff. That's like everybody keeps stuff in their car. You never know where you're gonna be, and you might need something. That's what sweaters i got my laptop i got a projector mm-hmm. i got all that stuff in there yeah and so i don't like jeeps because all that stuff that i need to carry with me would just fall out yeah it gets stolen yeah somebody would see all that neat stuff and but, go mine but, but like aren't jeeps dangerous for the military too because like dudes you know when when cobra commander and stuff is like shooting at you mm-hmm. like if you don't have doors on your car wouldn't it be easier for them to like get you that's true um but then it's easier for you to jump out like jump Oh, that's true. Out for, of the, ba- for bailouts. Yeah. For bail and rolls. <laughs> for bail and rolls. For tuck and rolls yeah. outside. I didn't think about that. You do need to get well, out. Well, why have such an obvious army car? Like, yeah. why not just drive around in just normal cars? <laughs> get get some Nissan Centrus. Yeah. And, and just, just dress up like a family. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> they would never know. They would never know. You got, know. Bin, you I mean, got why, bin, Laden, yeah. bin Laden would be looking through the scope going, I don't, it's just a regular right. family. <laughs> <laughs> they're lost they, clearly, they can approach <laughs> let them through we'll give them directions <laughs> seems like a perfect perfect uh thing but that's the thing like they probably can't afford nissan center because if there's one if there's one thing that the military does mm-hmm. is they love to complain about how broke they are yeah <laughs> how little money they get that's the right almost no funding no nothing the way. government gives them nothing i mean and mm-hmm. these are like these are like they protectors of the free of our freedom and all mm-hmm. of our ideals and like every year only half of our tax dollars go to them it's ridiculous it's ridiculous for what they do <laughs> for what they need i mean they've got to have at least 20 or 30 aircraft character aircraft carriers ready to go <laughs> characters aircraft That's characters right. ready to go at a moment's notice and like all the bombs we need stocked up on and all the planes. Oh, we got to like, have more bombs. We got to have more bombs. You can't have enough. This is the thing, Joe. If we don't have more bombs, other people are going to have more bombs than us. Exactly. And we can't have that. You don't want to be like, you don't want to be in a bomb fight and then 
You go, oh, shoot. Oh, no, we got no more bombs. We're Terry, out. Terry, get another bomb. We're out. What do you mean we're, we're out? Uh, Democrats. <laughs> and so and that, that's what happens every year. They, they get stiffed and they get yep. no money for what they need to do. And meanwhile, schools and all that mm. are out there. You know, just throwing oh money God. away, yeah, burning money. Exactly. Uh, it's disgusting. It's so these disgusting. teachers get paid so much. God, it's, for what? For what? And these for, military people for, get paid so much. Everyone's just getting paid so much, except us, because nobody <laughs> will go to our Etsy store and just click, click like. I know. Just, just make the, my life easy and just buy yeah. my crap. You're great with you're great with shipping too. You are so good. You're thoughtful with your packaging. There you're are a fast. lot of follow up questions I have, but <laughs> shipping. I have many follow-up questions. I know everybody loves that. My attention to detail. It's um, great. It's perfect. I would say, hey, I pulled up a satellite image of your house. <laughs> <laughs> um, seems Look like it it's going to be a little tricky for the postman to get uh, to the front door there. Pretty hey, long driveway. Uh, Joe Vargo here. Your mailbox looks oddly shaped. I'm going to go ahead and, and I'm going to design a package specifically mm -hmm. for your mailbox. And uh, that's just the kind of attention to detail that you Well, do. yeah. And to be honest, I'm also trying to upsell them on my uh, courier business at that point where I say, I would drive this to you because I'm, uh, you know, noticing there might be some difficulty getting a FedEx right, uh, right. delivery person to your house. Those guys are terrible drivers. Anyway. Yeah. So. Right. And their trucks are way too big. Right. Way For too a big. small charge of $500, I will personally right. deliver that to your house. <laughs> right. Right. I like to sometimes look at large items on eBay and look at what they would charge for shipping. And it's, <laughs> it's fun for like, 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 Oh, what would a pinball machine cost me? Oh, it's mm. only like $1,200, but look, it says it's $700 to ship it. Like that's a lot of money. That's that a lot is, of money to ship. A it's almost machine. the exact, it's almost the cost of the pinball machine. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's not even worth it at that point. So uh, Matlock's walking around the base asking for directions. He doesn't know where he's going. Uh, he doesn't know what he's doing. You know, this is a different world than he's used to. He's used to the mean streets of Atlanta. This is military barracks. This is a completely different world. So he gets, uh, he talks to several different army guys to try to get the story. He, he uh, kind of gets told that he doesn't, they, nobody really knows how much they're going to be able to help. He's going to be able to help this kid. It's pretty clear cut that, yeah this kid attacked him at the officer's club and then accused him of all these things. And, you know, it's pretty obvious that this is the guy we've got our guy. They so, found the bayonet knife that the yeah. Walters was stabbed with mm -hmm. in his footlocker. Yeah. 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 Don't again, guys, let's get rid of the murder weapon a little bit easier yeah, than just uh, putting it in our right. footlocker. I mean, our name, stuff. right. Our names are stenciled on them. I mean, <laughs> That's not let's let's try to be a little bit more creative with it, but mm -hmm. that's where they find it. They find it in his footlocker. Um, so he asks around. He's trying to also get um, uh, kind of instructions on how the procedures are going to go. How does this work? It turns out that they do things a little different. It's not necessarily a courtroom thing. It's more of like a hearing of like a meeting. And so he's trying to get details on that. And um, he's kind of like, what like, is this? An episode of Jag? <laughs> Hey, excuse me. Oh, God. I'm like checking my TV. Wait, Ugh. is this still Matlock or is this is this everyone's most boring uh, mystery show Jag? But this is the thing. Like, did you I mean, we've talked about this before privately, but Jag almost ruined television. Like they were considering mm -hmm. just canceling television That's when right. Jag was was doing what it's 
terrible. I don't know if any. Please don't seek out this. It's you're yeah. bored to tears. USA held the the channel. USA held the world hostage with the TV show Jack <laughs> for six seasons. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's murder. It's just just boring. Just mm. boring military process and procedure yeah ugh, ugh. big snooze not exciting like matlock at mm-hmm. all and like no. i say they uh they world leaders got together and was like should we pull the plug on television but luckily matlock is such a dynamic character you know even him in an episode of jag like this is is making oh, yeah. it very interesting oh yeah because he's 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 befuddled he doesn't understand mm. he's, uh, you know there's a it's running... kind of a great contrast there's kind of some comedy that comes out there's of this a little, a little bit, bit of comedy we get yeah. a little bit of comedy out of the episode <laughs> Uh, it's a little funny. He's Andy Griffith is yeah, is, really, is being funny. He's really one. flexing his his humorous chops. Andy yeah, Griffith, uh, you know who started Andy Griffith? Who started as a comedian <laughs> on the Andy Griffith show? He's more right. of a comedic role, and so he's really bringing that to this episode mm-hmm. of Matlock. And so <laughs> uh, he's looking around. He's trying to figure out what to do. They um, he obviously needs help, though, because they're not giving him a lot to work with. He's allowed to look at the crime scene, but that's it. Not allowed to like. Yeah, do his own everyone. Everyone's saluting him. Everyone thinks he's a senator or yeah. a congress yeah. person because he's got this, you know, stark, white, beautiful hair. Right. and He's walking right. around in a suit. Mm-hmm. So no one's really going to talk to him. Right. No, he's not. He's not getting what he needs. So he goes back to his home base, mm-hmm. to his office. He gets his uh, uh, team, the A team. Yep. Going. And he's got Tyler. He's got Charlene. He's like, listen, we need to send. We need to get you guys. I need you guys help. Uh, Charlene, uh, she has uh, uncovered that Hughes says that he couldn't have committed the murder because he went off to talk to his girlfriend mm-hmm. that night after the confrontation at the office club. Charlene's like, I'll go talk to the girlfriend. I'll find out what she knows, if she can help, if she can provide any evidence that he was really there, all that. And so it seems pretty kick. seems pretty usual. Mm-hmm. And and so I was and so hopefully Tyler gets a, a similar easy uh, assignment right, as well. Right. Uh, he does not. Okay. Uh, Matlock asks him to uh, re-enlist in the army. Um, uh, he asks him to, and and Tyler's already been in the army, and he's yes. an he's an officer. He's a right. retired officer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, prop, uh, honorably discharged. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah, for and being so smooth. He's got to yeah. go back in as a private, which is Ugh. the bottom rung. I mean, you're talking about ranks. Um, he's gonna be scrubbing toilets again and oh, yeah. all the dirty work and all the mm-hmm. terrible things, getting yelled at, push-ups, uh, not even uh girly style. He's gonna have to do it on his toes, not on his knees. Yeah. Uh it's gonna be very lots of hard work. He is not right. looking forward to it. No, he's mad and uh, Matlock saying, I mean, he's saying I, I can pull some strings at, at the Pentagon, at the White House, at the, in Washington. In Washington. Right. He's going straight to the top. Matlock knows people. Mm-hmm. He can, he's, key, he's keyed into all the scenes, all the circles. Uh, he's right. even got powerful friends, very powerful friends in Washington. And he's mm-hmm. like, if I, if I need to get somebody back in yeah. to the military, it should be simple. I'll just well, call up. Tony, I think this phone call went a little something like this. Uh, oh, hey, hello, Ronnie. Oh, oh, hello. Is this Ben? <laughs> yeah, it's Ben Matlock. Ben Thanks. Matlock, you son of a bitch. How are you, you old <laughs> asshole? <laughs> oh, 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 Ronnie Reagan, how's, how's Nancy? 
Oh, that old bitch. She's fine. Oh. She's hot as hell. Still doing her damn thing. Always up my butt. You Does know how it goes. Still hate drugs. She, Ben. I have never met a woman who hates drugs as much as my wife <laughs> hates drugs. She's out there telling the kids not to do them. She's out there telling them to say no. Meanwhile, Ben, I got the CIA bringing in some skag from Central America. All the cocaine. Oh. We're bringing it right in. Don't oh. tell nobody. Oh, what a plan. Well, uh, sounds devious. Um, so, hey, Ronnie, listen, uh, I have an associate, Tyler. And uh, oh, Tyler, how is Tyler? Oh, he still works for me for some reason. And uh, I need to get him back in the army as a private. Oh, no problem. No problem at all. We can do that. <laughs> Let me just write it here. I'm going to call somebody. And I'll get Tyler right back in the army. Uh, uh, who? What was your name again? I'm sorry. Oh no, Ronnie, your memory. Oh, d- where am I? What? <laughs> who is this? Is this Look, a, Ronald? I- you don't. I know about Iran Contra. Okay, you don't have to play up the memory loss to me. I know that you're actually I love totally riding aware. horses. There's <laughs> nothing better than riding a horse on a hot summer day and getting back to nature. And, and, oh, there's a note on my desk. Get Tyler back into the army. I will do that. I'm going to call, I'm going to call my friends at the Pentagon and get Tyler back into the army right away. Uh, 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 (laughs) gotta go, Ronnie. Oh, 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 yep, yep. Good luck with the, uh, the country and all that. Oh, yeah. I'll take real good care of it, Jack. Thanks for calling. Oh, you will. That's so, how yeah, that yeah that's, that's how, how that went. went. Right. Uh, he called up all he called up the big man, and so got Tyler back in the army. Uh, Tyler is not very happy about this, as you can no, imagine. No, no, it no. is kind of a it's kind of bogus. He's not into it. He understands. He knows it's going to be a pain, and so he is. Uh, he's, he's it sucks. It's a shitty assignment. It's something. Dude, he this, wanna... blows. This, this blows. This blows. I'm so I'm so sick of this. <laughs> Going for Matt. Oh, this blows. This blows you, sucks pipe. I don't want to. You know do what this. doesn't blow, I think, is taking a little break. Um, and Tony and I are gonna take a break and we're gonna hear a word from our lovely sponsor. Hey everyone, it's Tony and Joe from the hit podcast Unlocking Matlock. Uh, we are here to uh talk to you about the upcoming cruise which i know everybody is very excited for the unlocking matlock fan fest cruise 2021 it's going to be joe and i out on the open seas on a huge uh uh, ocean uh, cruise ship um uh with all of our friends with all of you the listeners um all the unlocking matlock fans and and super fans uh, all together out celebrating the hit TV show and the hit podcast, Unlocking Matlock. We've got lots of special guests. We've got bands. We've got, we got uh, excursions, adventures, uh, uh, murder mysteries, uh, buffets, all, the, all of it. It's going to be great. Uh, we do have to get a little housekeeping out of the way. All of the people who have already booked um, the, for the cruise should have gotten. Um, Joe, I know, went out the other day with the stack of uh, luggage tags and got mm-hmm. those sent out to everybody um, via his um, he, he has a stamps.com um, and- That's right. I uh, got that from some of the other podcasts I listened yes. to. <laughs> yes. Signed right up. <laughs> 
Um, but so he mailed all those out for those of you who haven't gotten yours yet. Just keep an eye on the mail. Basically, what it is, is they're lo- the luggage tags that you're going to put on the luggage that you're going to bring on the cruise. Um, there are going to be some restrictions. And look, guys, we get it. Everybody packs their suitcase differently. Everybody does different things we just want just understand that there's a weight limit on the cruise there's a space issue of course um and so we want everybody to pack as efficiently as possible and so uh but uh, but we also understand that efficiency right the weight limit for your your luggage is three pounds um because (laughs) it's a boat and i mean let's do the math guys a lot of weight's gonna sink the boat so um, Guys, I need you to go back and remember. I've crunched Bill the and numbers I, myself. Your Bill Nye days, and Joe's crunched the numbers, uh, the buoyancy numbers. Uh-huh. And so we've got to figure out how to keep this boat afloat. If one person brings a single suitcase over three pounds, we're sunk. We're sunk, guys. Nobody wants that. You don't want, and you don't want to be the person that did it. So, no. oh, I brought, I brought my hair dryer. <laughs> Big mistake, Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Huge mistake. Well, now your hair is going to be permanently wet because we're going to all going to drown. So there you go. I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy. So guys, three, you're going to see the, when you get your uh, tag in the mail, you're going to see it's three pound limit. So we're going to, like I say, efficient packing. I mean, let's think about it. You're going to be on the cruise ship. We pretty much have, the ship has just about everything you're going to need. Um, you know, we can share toothbrushes. That's not a big deal. Um, I mean, you're gonna be, you're gonna need a swimsuit because we're gonna go swimming in the pool. We're gonna oh, go yeah. swimming in the ocean at all the excursions. Um, what else, Joe? What do you think? I mean, so swimsuit, um, Swiss Army knife, Swiss Army knife. Um, Guys, some of these yeah. excursions, we are going on to wild islands, islands that um, are touristy. Don't get me wrong, it's fun, mm-hmm. but you know, there's also some off the beaten path excursions we're going to be doing some zip lining that joe and i have constructed <laughs> on, on an island um uh-huh. and so that's going to be a little hairy because it is in the dense dense jungles um there are mm-hmm. things like wild animals and tigers and you know crazed drug drug infused <laughs> monkeys don't ask why <laughs> but i'm telling you they're out there you're going to want a swiss army knife so you can protect yourself and protect your family yeah or so, if you need to open up a bottle of wine ooh, because guys the the vino is going to be flowing oh, on the cruise hard. ship that's guys, right we are going to get hammered we are going to get mm-hmm. plastered um and this is the greatest part is if you get sick on yourself it's not a big deal because you're not going to be you're just going to be in your swimsuit so you can just exactly jump right in the pool wash that off right. and now your now your clothes are are clean you know? i can also really recommend some Hager slacks that are stain resistant uh as well as um so Joe, if we're, we're going to be we wearing those for a couple weeks what we don't have the Hager sponsorship anymore you don't have to push the Hager so hard i well okay well um check out their website powered by squarespace <laughs> at the Hagar website Powered, it's so easy building a website these days. Everybody loves building <laughs> websites. The amount of people that have built websites, guys, there's more websites than there are humans in the world. Did you know that? It's That's true. Important. There are it's 8 true. billion and a Absolute half and a half websites. websites. Yep. And Squarespace has built most of those. Yeah, they're responsible for a lot of these a websites. Lot of, out there. A lot of these websites. Uh, so this is the deal. So pack your swimsuit, uh, your Swiss Army knife. Mm-hmm. I would think some mm, sunscreen may be in order. Yeah. We're going to be out on the open boat. We're going to be on the islands. We're going to be on the open sea. That sun is hot. Um, mm-hmm. I do know that they 
on planes you can't take so much fluid so much liquid so i want every, i think it'd be best too for packing wise if everybody just squirted their sunscreen into a ziploc baggie um, makes sense and zip that up and then you've got it right. nice ready to go you're not breaking any faa laws you know mm. uh, and so you're able to to get on the plane no problem and then you'll have less to pack and when you run and put the sunscreen just dip those fingers in to your ziploc bag and just spread it out and i think it'll be really it's really convenient i feel like so um and guys no big suitcases come on we all love the cool luggage that they make now um, the metal it's pretty neat with the wheels. Everybody's got wheelie. Yeah. I mean, it's got four wheels now. <sighs> it's just a bit too much. Another way to cut down on some of the weight is tossing the wheels. Just get rid of the wheels. Saw them right wheels. off. Unnecessary saw. weight. Unnecessary weight. You don't need the wheels on a suitcase. Mm -hmm. It's not natural. Sorry. I hate to be that guy, but yeah. suitcases were meant to have wheels, you know, they would have been born that way. I would just so. lose the case. I'm personally yeah, bringing no. one of those. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you shopping bags. Uh, that well, I was going to ask you because it is it is a little <laughs> bit bigger than what I was planning on bringing. I was just going to. Uh, I had actually picked out a nice balloon that I was going to shove all my stuff into. Um, but if you have that bag, I thought maybe we could maybe we could double up. And maybe if you don't mind, Wait, I don't, well, we'll see. I will see. I mean, it's a strict weight limit. Speaking of balloons, uh, nobody try to sneak luggage on the cruise by <laughs> putting your luggage in a balloon and swallowing it. All right. Guys. That's just not. And then pooping it out later. Guys, we're going to know if you've brought a hat we're gonna on know board. If you, if you, if, you if you brought a sun hat on board and you shoved right. it into a balloon and swallowed the balloon and then pooped it out we're gonna know we're gonna know that's right we're, we're doing inventory checks every <laughs> single morning that's right. we're coming around we're saying oh, did you bring that or um i don't I'm remember sorry. that being in your life. i don't remember seeing i don't remember seeing what hmm, reading glasses hmm, hmm. interesting hmm. interesting i don't remember this being i on saw your... you the other day walking around without glasses hmm. and now <laughs> Oh, what is hmm, what are these medications, huh? Hmm. Hmm, you'll die if you don't get them. Well, I guess you shouldn't have brought your swimsuit then, and should have brought this, the medications instead. That's right. And if we if we do stop it when we stop at islands, if you get any uh, uh, you know items, any souvenirs, yeah, you will have to get rid of uh, one of the things that you brought. That's right. So That's right. please right. choose wisely. Yeah. Is that is that uh, coconut souvenir mug worth it? Is that T-shirt worth it? Right. Uh, are those magnets worth it? Because let mm -hmm. me tell you something. You're gonna get home. You're gonna put the magnet on the side of the fridge. You're not even gonna see it. You'll never know. Right. Guys, don't buy souvenirs. <laughs> it's a scam. Total scam. Total scam. Uh, um, uh, but do buy some of the unlocking Matlock FanFest Cruise souvenirs. Oh gosh, guys, uh, we that have we so will many. Be, we have yeah. so many so um, many guys so uh that's a big shirts. reason that there's such a weight limit um <laughs> the luggage is because we are bringing several tons of souvenirs that's right that's the souvenirs all the unlocking matlock souvenirs that right. we got special mostly mugs. sand tubes sand tube. <laughs> colored sand tubes with <laughs> matlock uh written on the base right written right on it so you can take it home and show all your friends i mean Look, we're going to be selling shirts, too, and pants, and hats, and socks, and shoes, yep. and gloves, and mm -hmm. hats, and, uh, you know. Well, you might need to buy some of those. Oh, you uh, might need to get some. I know yeah. some packing kind of light today, aren't you, Ted? You yeah. didn't really bring too much, did you? Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, it just so happens that I've got uh, 
this Haynes uh, oh. t-shirt right. with Matlock written on it. <laughs> Sharpie. They're well, only seventy dollars. They're only seventy dollars. They're only seventy dollars, and they looks it looks fantastic on you. Mm-hmm. You look amazing. So you know, uh, three pound weight limit guys don't go nuts. Uh, sunscreen, <laughs> uh, swimsuit, and Swiss Army knife. The three yep. S's I think mm-hmm. are going to be your best bet. Uh, no suitcases with wheels. Yep. Let's stick to plastic bags, paper bags, uh, mm-hmm. wine, the bags that wine bottles come in. If you could put some stuff in those, wrap it up. I think that would be good. Because um, like I say, guys, we got a lot of stuff. We're going to want to look at and browse around. You got to remember, we got lots of people coming on this cruise. It's heavy. It's a heavy boat. Heavy right. people. Uh, we got a, a Dixieland jazz band with like 20 people in it. They Their instruments are heavy. Very heavy. Um the water slide that we made is constructed on the boat is uh oh, dangerously yeah. uh dangerously over steel made yes. of steel <laughs> made of steel pennsylvania um, steel good old american pennsylvania steel so pack light guys three s's three pound mm-hmm. limit you're going to see that in your tags come in the mail that being said we still have lots of tickets available if you have not secured yours yet you're going to want to uh, call your travel agent or call joe and i and we can get you set up on uh, booking a room booking your yep. activities um setting you up with that luggage tag so that you don't bring a lot of unnecessary things on our boat um so uh i want you to check that out you can go to the website at powered uh, by squarespace powered by squarespace um that's the website powered by squarespace.com um check it out that's where you can book our tickets uh if everybody has any questions you guys all have my cell number i know you do because you keep calling me and you're not asking me questions about unlocking matlock and it kind of pisses me off so uh, (laughs) tired um, of restless nights try a casper mattress god (laughs) no it, 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 we're not sorry does that not fit well no it, i mean it doesn't fit on the boat no you can't take a mattress on the boat so right yeah leave uh, your mattresses at your casper mattresses right. yes at home <laughs> so guys check be on the lookout for your luggage tags uh let's mine let's be mindful let's be let's be polite let's be we got everybody to think about oh that's so a novel idea Oh, oh yeah mm, how interesting polite and considerate of others on unlocking matlock fan fest cruise 2021 we care about other people <laughs> don't bring a bunch of shit on the board yeah wow what a wonderful word that's from so our great. sponsor that's so great that's such a great i hope everybody Incredible looks into product that. i hope everybody looks into i hope that. everybody is research into that and finds hope everybody, out how great it is guys guys pull it up pull up the stats on that and check that out you're really do gonna your own want research do your own guys do your own research are you just gonna listen to what people are saying out there just gonna uh, listen to podcast commercials do your own research do guys your research, figure out for yourself it's all out there all the information is out there so while Tyler's been scrubbing toilets and asking around for Matlock, Charlene's experience going undercover has been a little different, uh, mm-hmm. a little more. Guys, it's girls' time. Charlene is hanging out with Nancy, who is uh, Hughes's uh, lady friend that he right. says that he was with at the time of the murder. And let me tell you what, these girls are already getting along so good. Uh-huh. Uh, BFFs already hanging out, giggling, having a great time. Uh I get the feeling, see, they don't show a lot about Charlene's life on the show, Joe. I know you and I have written a lot of fan fiction about it, and yes. we've done a lot of um, 
kind of uh, we've we've inserted a lot of uh, ideas into. I've what made a lot of deductions about exactly you know what's there and the only logical explanations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I get the vibe that she doesn't have a lot of friends. You know, she. I think oh, she's that's. All work. I think she's all work. You know, 100%. she's all business. Business eighties, go go go. Exactly, exactly. Right. And her dad's Matlock, so you know it's not mm-hmm. like she's got a slacker for her father. So, um, she's really into just burning that, burning the candle from both ends. And so, uh, I get the vibe when she's hanging out with Nancy that like she doesn't got a lot of friends. She doesn't get to hang out and just gossip right. and like drink a glass of wine and you know, hang out and be cool mm-hmm. and just just chill. Talk so, about her day. Talk about her day. Talk about what the talk about what's going on with Charlotte. Yeah, listen to yeah. talk to somebody without them, you know, responding in like how they would in a dispos- disposition. Yeah, 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 and like not not barking at them, telling them to go interview somebody or go serve somebody the subpoena. Right. You know. Right. You know that could, that could, that's no way to live. That's no way to live. I mean, Matlock has dedicated his life to it. But like, mm-hmm. does he really want that for his daughter? That's the big question. Mm. I think did you is this the life that you want for your kids mm-hmm. to be like this, to always be just living for justice and only for justice? I don't know. I don't know if I want that for my kids. <laughs> so she's having a great time with Nancy. They're hanging out. They actually go out. She Nancy's like, yeah, he was with me. It was fine. But she's like, there's these shady dudes that 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 come into my bar all the time. Mm-hmm. And I see one of the guys that was at the poker game uh, when he busted in, like one of the, the lieutenants, Lieutenant, his name's Lieutenant Lynch. He's always there and he's weird and he's creeping around. And I don't yeah. there's something funny about this guy. So Charlene's like, I would love to go hang out and just observe. But unfortunately, I just have my lawyer clothes and she's got her business attire. Right. Which, as we all know. Yeah, Charlene is always incredibly dressed. Incredibly dressed. She looks like a lawyer, though. Mm -hmm. And nobody is going to relax when there's a lawyer around. No. Ever. ever. I sure don't. No, don't ever let your garter down around a lawyer. Don't ever let your garter down. (laughs) Never. They will, because they are, they only know two things, prosecuting and objecting. And they would Mm -hmm. absolutely object to that. So, uh, they go to the bar, they go to the Canyon Inn, and uh, it's a good old fashioned roadhouse, Joe, in the middle of this town with the barracks. Uh, it looks like a fun country swinging, just the wooden tabletops, peanuts on the floor, mm-hmm. sawdust, you know, band playing the oh, yeah, that's what I'm the, talking about. Playing the blues, you know the what I soak mean? Soak up the beer on the floor, soak playing the, the oh, beer. yeah, playing up the playing the blues as playing they the were. Blues. Yeah, as they were, you know, as it was originally imagined. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's... a bunch of white hillbillies. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so yeah, Charlene's hanging out. She's borrowed some of Nancy's clothes. Very cute, smart looking country western shirt and some jeans and some boots. And she's out. She's it looks I, I, Joe. If you don't mind me saying, it looks like she's having a really good time hanging out at the bar. Yeah, I think that you know she's almost. Uh, second guessing her lawyer career at this point perhaps i mean this is the life she could have had you know what i mean hanging out with hanging out with girlfriends talking to guys you know mm-hmm. like like that's that's great that's all anybody wants just to hang out with girlfriends and talk to other guys that's all anybody wants <laughs> uh so anyway uh lieutenant lynch comes in and nancy's like that's a guy and so charlene kind of sits with him and does this. she flirts a little bit enough to get it. she gets a free drink out of it you know she gets a free beer out of it uh draft beer of course um we don't know what brand i'm thinking maybe concerning the time period 
possibly a Miller Lite, maybe Michelob. I don't mm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to remember, guys, in the 80s, there was uh, this was not this was before the beer boom, the beer, the craft right. beer boom. Right. Basically. And so this was 87. There was like three beers. That was it. Mm-hmm. You, got Bud, Bud, you got, got your bud, you got your Miller, got your Miller, other, and then, and then other. And so other dependent, <laughs> re, re, well, it was a region, it was a regional yeah. thing. You know, it depended on where you were. An other could be a Hams, an other could be a PBR. A Bush, yeah. A Bush, you know, you know, Coors, mm-hmm. Banquet style, like, right. it depended. But like, that was it. Those were the only beers. And then all these little hipsters come along and they're like, I wonder what a beer would taste like if it tasted like vinegar, you know, like, and just right. really ruined the whole, uh, there was thing with beer was like, you I, didn't have I to think. think a beer should be in a big goblet and we should drink out of it like a prince. What if you drink out of it like a prince and it was instead of it being a pint worth, it was only eight ounces, <laughs> but we charged you the same amount of money for it. <laughs> I have a Prince Valiant haircut. (laughs) What if a a beer was so sour (laughs) that it would actually be painful to drink? Let's make one beer taste like a thousand beers. (laughs) I really think, though, we should swear up and down that they're different and, in fact, really be aggressive about it. Um, So, yeah, that's not this type of bar. They don't serve that type of beer. They serve Bud, Miller, and other, and that's it. And mm-hmm. so Charlene gets a beer from this Lieutenant Lynch and was like, hey, what are you doing? Where do you work? And says that he's up at the Army. I work at Army. <laughs> I do. <Yeah. laughs> I clock in over. <laughs> I work at Army. I worked at uh, our Army Corp. Work at Army road. Corp. Had a real pisser of a day. Kid got, <laughs> kid, you know, my, one, of my, one of my coworkers got stabbed in the back of the bayonet. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, really? I would love to hear more about that. Yeah. But then this guy's like, he doesn't even get to get into the story because mm-hmm. a bunch of dudes sitting at the back table, they like motion to him and get up and they leave. And he's like, I got to go. And he follows these guys out. Now, these guys were like, and granted, it was like a roadhouse country western style. But yes. these guys looked even shadier. Very those, shady. You know, like. Mm-hmm. beards and bikery kind of you know like very very look very uh, uh they were up to something up to something i don't think they were going in the back to like look at each other's pokemon cards you know what i mean i think it was more of a uh maybe something illegal going on or dangerous yeah. which can get illegal pokemon cards it's a it's a pretty high stakes world it's yep. it's it's you're dealing with a lot of uh people who are willing to do anything to get these cards uh, and so you better be able to protect yourself and protect your honor. So Charlene's on to something and mm-hmm. Ben, her daddy wants to pull her off of the case. He's saying, okay, I think you, you got your info. And she's saying, no, I want to stay undercover as this new Charlene, as this new country, Western Charlene. And actually I'm going to stay with Nancy. I'm going to, I don't think Nancy would mind if I just am her roommate now. Yeah, Nancy's like, um, okay. okay. <laughs> it's kind of odd to just announce that you're somebody's roommate all of a sudden. Yeah. So, uh, but that's what Charlene does. And so Nancy's like, yeah, you can crash with me. That's it's cool, I guess. You can we wear can, my clothes and wear my clothes. <laughs> and we can get we can get shit hammered at my job, and that's cool. That's <laughs> yeah. what we'll do now. And so Charlene's like, yeah, yeah, I'll look for more evidence. Wink. Meanwhile, she mm-hmm. orders a shot. She's of like, drinks. yeah, yeah. Um, 
so Ben's like, well, clearly I can't rely on Charlene. And so he goes back to Tyler, who's scrubbing uh, flagpoles and doing all the dirty work yeah. that a private has to do. Uh, but it has yielded some results. He mm-hmm. says, I found out that the baker in the mess tent, he saw he can prove that the kid left and that he right. wasn't and that he wasn't there at the time of the murder. Yeah. And Ben's like, he got I the scuttle, but got the scuttle, but <laughs> <laughs> I can't prove it. <laughs> so Ben's like, Matlock's like, I would love to talk to this individual and get him to testify at the hearing for my client Hughes. Mm-hmm. So he goes and talks to this guy. The guy's at first, Joe, he's like, I would love to. He's super, he's a jolly, he's a jolly old baker. Yeah. Jolly old baker he's, in the mess. He's tent. happy to tell him exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, would and, love to. And he's a sergeant too. And I, yes. I he's an army sergeant, but he's a, a chef. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a cook. Yeah. Which is interesting. It is. It is. He doesn't so much. Uh, he he doesn't use his uh, pistol to shoot bullets. He uses them to crack eggs. That's right. And so, and so he, because again, because the military He's fueling broke. the war. <laughs> He's like standing, you know, by the uh, F eighteen, mm-hmm. you know, pumping the jet fuel in there. He's pumping the the fuel into our boys and gals. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the boys and girls in brown um uh so he he see he happily agrees to testify so ben's like great be here at be at this place tomorrow and he's like cool bro i'll be there and then the day of the he hearing, does one of those looks he has a little yeah. bit of a i don't know like should i have just agreed yeah. to do that like when yeah. i offer to pick joe up from the airport and I was like, <laughs> should i have just what did i just get myself into because mm. joe never comes out when he says he's gonna come out he's always like yeah we landed bro i landed bra he texts me he says i joe texts me he says i landed bra and i'm like yeah cool bra i'll be i'll be right there and so i pull up and i'm waiting i'm waiting waiting and joe's not coming and then like so i gotta pull around again because the cops don't like when you stop at the pickup mm-hmm. they're always mm-hmm. like Get them, keep moving they're so mean why are the airport police so mean joe yeah i mean i i think it's uh um <laughs> they have to deal with people all day. <laughs> <laughs> probably that's probably it it's the human interaction but uh-huh. you don't make it easy because you say i'll uh-huh. be right there and then so i have to leave and i have to pull around again and you're mm. still not there. It takes like two or three times. Finally, you come out. You've got a big bag of cotton candy and a huge coffee and uh-huh. some magazines. And it turns out you've been shopping, you know, this whole time yeah. at the airport shopping store mm-hmm. stores at Hudson News. <laughs> I got a gift card at Hudson News. <laughs> <laughs> Where you picked up the latest Tom Clancy and Dean Koontz novel. Yeah, we got the new Dean in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it is. Here's your copy, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> the I love I love paying extra for Dean. Put aside I love you. outrageous markups on Dean Koontz. <laughs> I like to buy forty-eight dollar uh, package of aspirin. <laughs> Nothing like seeing the actual price on the back of the book. <laughs> <laughs> paying twice as much for it absolutely but it's worth it at the I hud it. worth it at the hud yeah but yeah i mean i get it but it's always a little annoying i just wish you would leave your plane get your luggage and just come out well you know i <laughs> i mean you got to figure it out tony i mean you're not adding the extra 30 minutes that i'm gonna take i mean no, that's on that's, that's on you 
I got to calculate. I got to crack calculate better. Um, but yes, yeah, so this guy gives a shifty look. He doesn't know what he really just agreed to. Um, the day of the hearing approaches, it comes Matlock's there with Hughes, the prosecutors there, the judge advocate, all that they're there. They're ready to start talking about the court martial, mm-hmm. you know, and this is, is not a regular kind of court case. They're, no. they're all just kind of in a room together, yeah, like having like a, a conference call yeah, or something. Exactly. It's like a conference table. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not the type of environment that Matt no. is used to. No. So no, like uh, getting up and walking around no, and he no, doesn't even just, get to do that. He's out sitting. of his element. No, he doesn't know what to do. Like would I just sit here. So it's, it's, it's interesting. I'm sure he's more than a bit nervous, but then, when his star witness doesn't show up like the Baker does, mm-hmm. the Baker doesn't show up. Now Matlock has gone from nervous to positively apocalyptic. He is freaking out. Yeah. Like what, what am I going to do? So he says, Hey judge, uh, military judge, is it okay if we take five? And yeah. The judge is like, cool. And so Matlock then takes off and he goes, finds the Baker's like, Hey man, what happened? You said you're going to be there. Baker's like, man, I don't, you know, he changes his mind. He says, I don't want to be involved in any of this. Mm. Matlock convinces him kind of twists his arm and says, you got to come put your uniform on. We're going to go, we're going to go to the hearing. And so he convinces the Baker to go and they get back to the hearing and what's happened. Hughes has gone a wall. That's right. He's gone he's missing. Gone. He's missing. He's, he's completely. He's ran away. He's gone. He's gone now. <sighs> and I'm you, thinking, yeah. If you've been charged with a murder, probably running away uh, during the during the court during the trial is probably not a great idea. Does not look good. The optics are bad. Optics, super bad optics. Super guys. bad optics. Super bad ops. SBOs. It look terrible. So uh, he takes off, and then. Instead of like answers, what do we get? A to be continued card comes up. Guys, this is a two part episode. Two part episode. Two part episode. Yep. I know you guys were expecting answers. I know you guys were expecting conclusions, but this is not when you're going to get them. You're going to have to listen to part two of this episode. Strap uh, in. Co- we got a stra- Matlock movie. Strap in. In fact, don't do anything until the second half of this episode comes up don't go to work don't mm. cook dinner don't go shopping mm. don't talk mm. to anybody just sit and stare at your phone and at the apps and wait for us to update it with the, the safest second, thing you can do with the second part because it could take gonna, anywhere from two weeks to three months <laughs> you don't know you don't know this is the thing we we do it when we're damn well ready and so That's right. and so but you're going to want to keep all the facts fresh in your mind you're going to want to keep all the things that we said fresh in your mind. So don't do anything until part two comes out. Don't do nothing. Don't do nothing. Just stare and wait and refresh and refresh and refresh. Can you handle it? <laughs> can you do it? Are you? I think you, you can. I think you can. I, this is, I believe in you. This is the thing about Joe and Tony is we will always believe in you. I'll never doubt you. I never doubt you. I've got your back. Sure. I, I challenge you. Sure. Sure. I give you lots of feedback, a lot of critique. Yeah. But absolutely. I care. That's just the taste of, I mean, Joe, this is why you need to be a motivational speaker because I think I got the the gift. You've got the gift. You've got the ability. You are, you're, you, you would be able to just rally people 
and I think just bring out the best in people. I don't have a drug addiction though, so it'd be hard. It would to, be hard. You don't have a drug addiction, it. and I think most modern motivational speakers <laughs> they swear a lot too. Like they call you, uh-huh. like they like are always like the new ones, like the hip new ones are always really like in your face and real, like almost mm. too real. Mm-hmm. And so they 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 swear. They a try lot. to they, scare you stupid. They get scare you stupid until you're so stupid that you do what they want you to do. So. <laughs> right. But so in this case, I want everybody to just sit still and wait for part two of the court martial, which will be coming question mark. Mm-hmm. We don't know. I'm looking we, forward to it, Tony. I am, too. I am so excited. I am so excited. What a great episode. What a great little treat to find out at the end of the episode <laughs> that you just have more episodes. <laughs> it's my favorite little treat. Yep. Love it. And uh, speaking of treats, uh, like we do every episode, we have the Don Knotts watch. Now, uh, Tony Grunewald was Don Knotts in this episode. Joe Vargo, Don Knotts was not in this episode. Well, there you have it. The Don Knotts watch. Still no Don Knotts. No Don Knotts. uh, In season one. No, but I am starting Don, to Don smell, Don Notes smell showing him. up. <laughs> yeah, Don Knotts showing up. <laughs> Don Not Show. It's, yeah. a, it's a yep. Yep. So I hope everybody is excited for the next episode. We will get it to you as soon as we can because we are so excited to talk about it as well. Uh, mm-hmm. as we are every episode of Matlock. Thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, every episode. Uh, you guys are just the best. Uh, you're the best in the world, the best that ever was, the best that ever will be. Uh, All other fans of anything else suck. And you are the only ones that are good and you are right and you are pure. (laughs) (laughs) Tony talking about purity. (laughs) gets kind of scary. (laughs) But uh, yeah, thanks guys so much for listening. Send us an email at unlockingmatlock.com about anything. I don't know why you would, but (laughs) thanks so much for listening. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Bye guys.